Hello, 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 hello. This is Stories for Kids podcast. Stories for Kids podcast with me, Morel. My story bell is here. Ring-a-ding, ring-a-ding, ring-a-ding. All right, we are ready. I hope you are ready for a story. I'm ready. Birdie, are you ready for a story? Birdie, hello. Are you ready? You sure you're ready? Okay, fine. Birdie says that he's ready and I'm ready. So I hope you are ready and that you are sitting very comfortably. And I'm now going to start the story. And I guess you were saying to me now, Morel, Miss Morel, tell me, what is the title of the story? And I'm going to reply, the title of the story is How the Camel Got His Hump. How the Camel Got His Hump. Yes, that's correct. So, and how the camel got his big hump. Let's go. In the beginning of years, when the world was so new and all, and the animals were just beginning to work for man, there was a camel, and he lived in the middle of a howling desert because he did not want to work, and besides, he was a howler himself. So, he ate sticks and thorns and tamarisk and milkweed and prickles, most cruciating idol. And when anybody spoke to him, he said, Humph, just humph, and no more. Presently, the horse came to him on Monday morning with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth and said, Camel, oh camel, come out and trot like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel, and the horse went away and told the man. Presently, the dog came to him with a stick in his mouth and said, Camel, oh camel, come and fetch and carry like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel. And the dog went away and told the man. Presently, the ox came to him with the yoke on his neck and said, Camel, O camel, come and plough like the rest of us. Humph, said the camel. And the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together and said, Three, oh three, I'm very sorry for you with the world so new and all. But that hump thing in the desert can't work or he would have been here by now. So I'm going to leave him alone 
and you must work double time to make up for it. Oh, that made the three very angry with the world so new and all. And they held a palaver and an indaba and a panchayet and a powwow on the edge of the desert. And the camel came chewing on milkweed, most scrutiating idol, and laughed at them. Then he said, Mm-hmm, humph, and went away again. Presently, there came along the dinge in charge of all deserts, rolling in a cloud of dust. Dinge, they always travel that way because it is magic. And he stopped to palaver and pow-pow with the three. Dangerful deserts, said the horse. Is it right for anyone to be idle with the world so new and all? Certainly not, said the dinge. Well, said the horse, there's a thing in the middle of your howling desert, and he's a howler himself, but a long neck and long legs and he hasn't done a stroke of work since Monday morning he won't trot said the dinge whistling that's my camel for all the gold in Arabia what does he say about it he says humph said the dog and he won't fetch and carry. Does he say anything else? Only humph. And he won't plough, said the ox. Very good, said the dinge. I'll humph him if you will kindly wait a minute. The dinge rolled himself up in his dust cloak and took a bearing across the desert and found the camel most scrutinatingly idle looking at his own reflection in a pool of water. My long and bubbly friend, said the dinge, what's this I hear of your doing no work with the world so new and all? Humph, said the camel, The dinge sat down with his chin in his hand and began to think a great magic while the camel looked at his own reflection in the pool of water. You've given the three extra work ever since Monday morning, all on account of your scrutinating idleness, said the dinge. And he went on, thinking, magics, with his chin in his hand. Humph, said the camel. I shouldn't say that again if I were you, said the dinge. You might say it once too often. Bubbles, I want you to work. 
and the camel said, "Humph!" again. But no sooner has he said it that he saw his back, that he was so proud of, puffing up and puffing up into a great big lumping humph. Do you see that? Said the dinge. That's your very own hump that you brought upon your very own self by not working. Today is Thursday, and you've done no work since Monday, when the work began. Now, you are going to work. How can I? Said the camel. With this humph on my back, well, that's made a purpose," said the dinge. "All because you missed those three days, you will be able to work now for three days without eating, because you can live on your humph. And don't you ever say I never did anything for you. Come out of the desert and go to the three. And behave, humph yourself. And the camel humped himself, hump and all, and went away to join the three. And from that day to this, the camel always wear a hump. I mean, we call it hump now, not to hurt his feelings. But he has never yet caught up with the three days that he missed at the beginning of the world. And he has never yet learned how to behave. The camel's hump is an ugly lump, which, well, you may see it at the zoo. But uglier yet is the hump we get from having too little to do. Kiddies and grown-ups too. If we haven't enough to do, we get a hump, Camellia's hump, a hump that is black and blue. We climb out of bed with a frowsy head and a snarly, yarly voice. We shiver and scowl and we grunt and we growl. At our bath and our boots and our toys, and there ought to be a corner for me, and I know there is one for you. When we get the hump, Camellia's hump, the hump that is black and blue. The cure for this ill is not to sit still or frowsed. With a book by the fire, but to take a large hoe and a shovel also, and dig till you gently perspire, and then you will find that the sun and the wind, and the dinge of the garden too, have lifted the hump, the horrible hump, the hump that is black and blue. I get it as well as you, if I haven't enough to do. We all get hump, camellia's hump, kiddies.
and grown ups too. That's the end of the story. Oh, Birdie, Birdie, do you get my hump? You do? Oh, we all get the hump. Hopefully, we're not having a hump day. We're having a wonderful day. So, I will be back with more stories for kids. I look forward uh, to the next story. I see you soon. This is Morel. And by the way, please subscribe. Yes, please subscribe to the podcast Stories for Kids. Get lots and lots of people subscribe to Stories for Kids because I will be giving you lots and lots of stories. So be good and I'll see you soon. I will see you soon with another story. So, Morel saying bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Take care. Be good. Bye.